Recorded live. Hi there. Welcome to Prayer Warriors Needed because prayer warriors are needed. I'm going to do a little reading today on three ways to win at spiritual warfare because we have some real uh, manifested demons walking on this earth and trying to usurp authority they do not have over our governance structures, over human beings, over fellow human beings, and even over the weather. And we're just going to stay strong in the Lord and denounce their plots and plans uh, for their eugenic programmings to induce sickness on uh, healthy people. We come against that demon spirit in the name of Jesus. We come to rejoice and praise God and thank God for being the awesome God that he is. Thank God for being the sovereign God that he is. We come to recognize his deity, to recognize God as the creator of the earth, the creator of human beings, the most almighty God. And we pray for people that literally have the criminal mindset of thinking they can outdo God. We pray that God shows them very clearly that he is the creator of the entire world. And we pray for their souls to be saved, and we pray for every plot that they have to be returned back to the pit of hell that it came from. So, um, yeah, we have three ways to win at spiritual warfare. Let me read a little bit about this, and then we'll go into a little prayer. Um, this is from Pastor Roger Barriers. He has a column on crosswalk.com, and um, his uh, subject is spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare fills the pages of Scripture in Matthew 4 and Luke 4 while undergoing intimidation. Jesus fought Satan in hand, to hand, combat in the desert and won. In Luke 10, the disciples returned after the first mission, rejoicing that even the spirits submit to us, Jesus said. It's better to rejoice that your names are written in the book of life. In Luke 13, a crippled woman bound by Satan, she is healed. In Acts 5, a man tormented by evil spirits is healed. In Acts 8, Philip cast out demonic spirits. It is naive to believe that demonic spirits were manifest only in biblical times. Mm. It is naive to believe that. And that's what these this um, America teaches, too. You know, that stuff is for Bible times back in the day. No. No. Current day. It is naive for Satanists to think that America has to reduce itself to satanic powers, to dark forces, to be the great nation that it is. That's what's naive. And we come against any demon using, uh, putting uh, curses on the United States and and, and just harming people just for world power. That is such a, uh, a selfish sickness. It's just insane. All right, demonic attacks are easy to spot if you know what to look for. Demonic manifestations are infrequent, seldom is very, right, seldom is delivery work necessary. Most satanic work is hidden. 
and undetected. That's how they want it to be, and that's why Ephesians 5.11 tells us to expose them. Take no part in the works of darkness, rather expose them, because what they do is hidden, and for the most part, they want it undetected. But when you have a big mouth, you let the world, let that devil know you're coming in the light. You're going to, we're going to let the world know. So spiritual warfare is most always a prayer project. Hmm, That's a good way to put it. It is not possible to go into spiritual maturity without learning how to overcome the evil one. Many Christians have no desire whatsoever to face the fact that they may be under attack by the devil. So they seldom take up the weapons of our warfare and thus find failure when they least expected it. But if we want to grow up to spiritual maturity, we will be involved in spiritual warfare. Enlisting the characteristics of spiritual children, young men and women and mothers and fathers in 1 John 2, 12 to 14, John made it clear that spiritual young men and women have overcome the evil they know how to take Satan into battle and win. Spiritual children tend to ignore the symptoms of the attack and are afraid to engage. That's a lot of a lot of TIs we do that. And it's because you know, we just haven't matured yet. We want you know, many people just want to ignore the symptoms and are afraid to engage. Engage meaning, you know, praying. developing a countermeasure plan when you know the devil is trying to kill you. (laughs) According to John, it is not possible to grow to be a spiritual father or mother without overcoming the evil one. Overcoming has to do with no longer being deceived by Satan and his tactics. Thankfully, I've learned that most demonic problems need no deliverance. Satan can be overcome by prayer, and basic discipleship. The battle of spiritual warfare is for the control of the mind. God wants us to be in control of our mind. God will never take control. Spiritual warfare is all about being in control so that we are free to choose God's will. Satan's attacks, strategies, and tactics are designed to take control of our thought life in order to do his nasty work within us. In Acts 5, Verses 3 to 9, Peter confronted the lies of Ananias and Sapphira by demanding, why did you let Satan put it in your minds to lie? In Mark 8, 33, when Peter tried to convince Jesus not to go to the cross, Jesus looked at Peter and said to Satan, get behind me, Satan. In 1 Peter, Peter Peter counseled, prepare your minds for action, be self-controlled. In 2 Corinthians 10, 3-7, Paul reminds us that we have spiritual weapons to demolish demonic strongholds. We must take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ. According to the Bible, men and women have three parts to their makeup. The human spirit is where God dwells. The human soul is where we dwell. The soul is our mind, our self, the center of our being. Finally, we have a body with which we interact with the physical world. We meet with God and communion. All right. Just a little background. 
These deceived ones often use the verse, greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world to justify their position. However, just because the Holy Spirit resides within us doesn't mean that we are free from we are free from delete spiritual battle. There are spiritual battles galore occurring all around us. That's why there are so many verses in the Bible warning us about demonic struggles. In John 17, 5, Jesus told the disciples that he was praying for their protection from the evil one. In 2 Timothy 2, 24, Paul warned Christians to be aware of the trap of the devil. In 1 Peter 5, 8, we are reminded that Satan prowls around like like a roaring lion looking for Christians to devour. Mm. In 1 Timothy 3, 7, Paul warns church elders not to fall into the devil's trap. In Ephesians 4, 27, Paul encouraged us to remain in control of our mind and not allow Satan to get a foothold in our lives by committing and ongoing sin. Don't stumble blindly through an open door to the occult world. Mm. Just before entering into the promised land, God declared occultic activities off limits upon penalty of death. Wow. God's instructions are recorded in Deuteronomy 18, 10, 12. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcrafts or casts spells, or who is a medium or spiritist, or who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to God. Here are some ways to overcome Satan when the evil one attacks. Live in the present. In John 10, Jesus said, I came that you might have abundant life. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. What do we have that Satan wants to steal, kill, and destroy? Abundant life. Abundant life is always experienced in the present. If Satan can't fill our minds full of hurt, bitterness, anger, and guilt about the past, then he has destroyed our present and along with it our abundant life. If Satan can fill our minds with worry, fear, and anxiety about the future, then he has destroyed our abundant life in the present. So live in the present. Number two, use the James 4-7 guidelines. Submit to God, resist the devil. We submit every area of our lives so that we're living under God's influence and not Satan's control. We curb our sinning and ask forgiveness for those sins we've committed. If we find victory here, then we can stop worrying about it. However, if we're still struggling, it might be that we are under a demonic attack and need to actively engage in spiritual warfare. It is at this point that we resist the devil on the basis of Jude 9. We follow the example of Archangel Michael in overcoming Satan. (coughs) Excuse me. Excuse me. When fighting over the body of Moses, Michael won when he turned to Satan and said, the Lord rebuke you. We announced that we have no intention of yielding to Satan in any area, and we demand that he leaves us alone. 
In 2 Corinthians 10, 3 to 7, Paul reminds us that our weapons are not worldly ones. They are, in fact, the power we need to demolish demonic strongholds. In Romans 16, 20, Paul encourages us by declaring that the God of peace will soon crush Satan under their feet. Number three. So number two is to use James 4, 7 guidelines, and that is to submit to God and resist the devil. Number three is the armor of God, enunciated in Ephesians 6, verses 10 to 17, which will quench any and all fiery arrows which Satan may send against us. We would never think of leaving the house in the morning naked. In like manner, we have no business leaving the house until we have prayed and put on our spiritual armor. And I learned that the other day. I know they're after me, these bad spirits. And I rushed out the house, didn't pray. And I don't have accidents. I don't fall down, this and that. I don't know what happened. I fell down, spilled coffee all over me. But God, the angels held me up, basically. I was, you know, I didn't get hurt, and I was able to get up. And I, I denounced that evil spirit, but it taught me the value of praying before you leave your house. We would never think of leaving the house in the morning naked in like manner. We have no business leaving the house until we have prayed and put on our spiritual armor. With the belt of truth, we declare that we intend no lies to be accepted into our minds and that everything that we say will be the truth. With the breastplate of righteousness, we thank God for the righteousness of Jesus Christ, which is imputed to us for our salvation, and we declare that everything we do today will be righteous and good. With the shoes of the gospel of peace, we thank God for our salvation. The war with God regarding our sin is over. We are at peace with God. With the shield of faith, we promise to trust God and his word, no matter how awkward, unintelligible, or confusing are the situations that we face. Whenever we struggle, we will actively find a Bible verse for help. By taking up the sword of the Spirit, we make it plain that we will trust the teachings of the Bible wherever they may lead. And finally, Paul reminds us that every demonic or spiritual attack calls for a prayer project by which we pray for Satan's defeat and God's victory. Mm. And these notes are helpful. And this is from a Dr. Roger Barrier. He's retired as senior teaching pastor from Cassis Church in Arizona. In addition to being an author and sought-after conference speaker, he has mentored and taught thousands of pastors, missionaries, and Christian leaders worldwide. Mm. Um, at Cassis Church, where Roger served throughout his 35-year career, he is a mega is a mega church known for a well-integrated multi-generational ministry. The value of including new generations is deeply ingrained throughout CASAS to help the church move strongly and right through the 21st century and beyond. Dr. Barrier holds degrees from Baylor University, Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, and so forth. So we just thank God for this um, reading here, which is three ways to win at spiritual warfare. And those three ways, in summary, he went over the uh, 
three ways, which is to live in the present, meaning to follow, to to live for God today, to stand on the verse of Jesus in John 10.10 10, that says, I came that you might have abundant life and know that the devil comes to steal, devour, and destroy. So in that, if Satan fills your mind with worry, fear, and anxiety, you will not have that abundant life. So keep your mind clear. Live in the present and know that God came for you to have an abundant life, a good life. That was number one, live in the present. Two was to use the James 4-7 guideline, submit to God and resist the devil in all aspects of your life. And number three was to put on the armor of God, as enunciated in Ephesians 6, 10 through 17, which is carrying the shoes of the gospel, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shield of faith, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And then you overcome demonic attacks by praying, by designing a prayer project in which we pray for Satan's defeat and God's victory to be exemplified across the earth. God, we give you the praise and the glory. We magnify your name, Heavenly Father. We thank you, God, for the reading of these scriptures and the reading of these battlefield guidance guidelines. Thank you, God, for understanding and analysis and wisdom regarding spiritual warfare. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that we do not have to be fooled by the schemes of the devil. We thank you, God, that if the devil makes a bad, you use him for good. That we have praying people here. We have praying targeted individuals. That people are rising up to understand what is going on. We're in the midst of a satanic attempted takeover because God is in charge. There could never be a complete satanic takeover. God, we denounce the plots and the plans of these demon forces. We come against Heavenly Father, their radiation killings, their radiation weapons, the use of hospitals to kill off people, to harm people, to further, to poison people. We come against every plot and plan of Satan and every manifestation. We come against every plan to usurp authority over our governing structures. We plead the blood of Jesus against it. God, I plead the blood of Jesus against every demonic attack on the judicial system, on the legislative system, and on the executive branch system. I come against it through the blood of Jesus Christ. I come against every ritual every spell, every plot, everything, every curse these demons have put on this earth for their personal gain. I plead the blood of Jesus against it. I call exposure to it, Heavenly Father. I plead the blood of Jesus against every weather weapon they use, Heavenly Father, and I stand on your words. In Psalms 91, that no weapon formed, that in Psalms 91, that, that a thousand may fall at our side and 20,000 at the other side. 
but nothing will harm us. That we'll be covered by your angels, by your, your divine sovereign power. God, I thank you. That's your name. I thank you for countermeasures, God. I thank you, God, for clarity and understanding that the only power over evil is the power of God. God, I thank you for my praying sisters. I thank you for my praying mother. And I pray for each one of them, God, that you cover them, that you protect them, that you guide them, you lead them, Heavenly Father, that they have perfect peace. And that you continue to use this program, God, to teach each and every one of us that God is the best counselor, lawyer, healer, deliverer, provider. And I thank you, God, for what the devil meant for bad that you will use for good. I pray, Heavenly Father, for our politicians, our people in politics that can make a difference, God, to do the right thing, to put the safety, the the safety of the people as the foremost importance on the agenda, and that they do not be fooled, mind-controlled, programmed. Let that devil come to shame, Heavenly Father, that his tricks will no longer work. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for turning the curse into a blessing. And I thank you, and I receive the blessing, God, and I receive the blessing for the United States, and I pray, Heavenly Father, that they will use the blessings to renounce every demon work, that each that you will just have, have a lightning over this earth where spiritual eyes will be opened, and that we will guide this earth. This earth will be governed according to your will, God, according to the laws that you have put on this earth for us to have an abundant life. And every demon that's trying to put laws that reverse biblical teaching, we come against it in the name of Jesus. God, I give you the praise. I give you the glory for being an awesome God and a mighty God. And I thank you, God, for the blessings that you're coming before us, Heavenly Father. And I come against uh, Hurricane Irma in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus that that, that hurricane will stay back in the pit of hell it came from. I come against Hurricane Harvey. I come against every man-made hurricane disaster plan for their eugenic programmings in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus against every man-made disaster that is plotted for the purposes of eugenics. I send it back to the pit of hell that it came from. I bind it. I rebuke it. Every ritual done for it. I call it null and void. I ask the God to send warrior angels to devour and destroy every plan to hurt human God's creations. And I call exposure to it, and I ask you, Heavenly Father, I plead the blood of Jesus that every demon behind plan, man-made disasters will be arrested that they will be taken to the pit of hell that they came from, Heavenly Father, that they will have, they will be put in a jail cell to really think about the crimes they have done against humanity. I've come against the crimes they've done in Africa, Caribbean countries, Russian countries, Germany, any country these demons have done their demon work. God, I ask you to give them a chance to sit and reflect in a jail cell of the damages they have done to human people and to never let these crimes be replicated again. 
God, and those, my brothers and sisters that are being tortured with electronic weapons, radiation weapons, V2K, income lynching, blacklisting. God, give them the strength. Give them a chance, Heavenly Father, to get to know you better and let you prove to them, God, that you are the person. That is why these public protection offices have been disabled. Because only God can bring you through this sick program here. And those that were not as fortunate as TIs that have ended up in the hospital and and poisoned and and, and infiltrated, God, let those programs be stopped. God, we give you the praise and the glory that we know that in your time, Heavenly Father, things the, the curse will be broken. Meantime, we come against that curse on the United and the government structure and the health of the people. We plead the blood of Jesus against it. And we thank you, God, for coverage and protection and watching over and guidance and leadership that you've given us in the spirit of discernment and let us use it wisely. God, I praise your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. And uh, Camille, you want to pray? And then Anne? Amen. Uh, Yes, I will pray. Dearly beloved, holy and heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this time of prayer. Thank you for this time of fellowship, Father. I thank you that where two or more are gathered in your name, there you are. Father, I just continue to uh, I continue to pray for your mighty hand of judgment and justice to come upon these demons who are trying very hard to fight me now, even as I'm praying to you, Father. Uh, Father, I will not allow them to stop me. Uh, as your scriptures say in Romans 8, uh, there, uh, nothing in all creation will be able to separate me from the love of Christ. Uh, neither demons nor angels nor any kind of principality. I, and Father, I curse the activity of these demons at the root. And I do continue to pray to you for your mighty hand of judgment and justice to come upon them, Father, in Jesus' name. I do pray, Father, for anyone that can be saved, that they will be saved, Father. But I do pray to you, Father, I just, sense in my spirit that this world is crying out for justice. As I said, Father, you know, uh, back when Cain raised up and slew his brother Abel, and the scriptures say that the blood of Abel was crying out, Father. Uh, The lives of many here on this earth that are going through injustice, Father, are crying out. And I, you know, I just pray not only for myself, but on behalf of each of those who are crying out for your mighty hand of judgment and justice to come down in a mighty and powerful way upon the wicked who rise up against us, Father, to devour us and to try to wipe us out as if they could, Father. Um, I thank you that you are my holy and heavenly Father and that no devil in hell will ever 
be able to stop that or stop my relationship with you, Father. Uh, without you, I'm nothing. Without you, none of us are anything, Father. Uh, as we spoke about earlier, uh, there is no real remedy. There's no other solution to the issues that we face except you, Father. Uh, there's no entity on this earth or this planet who can stop or who will stop what is going on. It's only those who submit themselves to and for you, Father, for Jesus the Messiah. And I pray that as many as can, that they do submit to Jesus the Moshiach, that they are followers of him and of you and your kingdom, and that all of us, we fulfill the assignment you have for our lives on this earth, that we're obedient to you in everything. In terms of the assignment you have for our lives, Father, that no matter how crazy it may sound, that we are obedient. You know, your scriptures say that your ways are not my ways. Your ways are higher than my ways. Your thoughts are higher than all of our thoughts, Father. And whatever it is you have for our lives, Father, I pray that we are always open to receive what it is that you're saying to us, Father, and uh, that we are obedient to that. And I give you the honor, the worship, the praise, and the glory in Jesus' name. Father, I just pray to you for each and every one of us. I pray and plead the blood of Jesus the Messiah over Miriam and her mom, her family, her relatives, her entire family line, Father. And I curse this Hurricane Irma at the root and what I sense the enemy is trying to do, Father. I curse it at the root. And I command it to die in Jesus' name. Only you, Father, have the power to basically put the devil in his place. And I pray to you, Father, that the devil is cursed at the root in terms of creating these man-made storms that are causing devastation and destruction. This is definitely an enemy who is sowing weeds among the tares. And the devil must be stopped, and he will be stopped in Jesus' name. And those who serve him, I pray that they repent. But if they choose not to repent, Father, allow them to reap what they sow for their sins, Father. Even in the scriptures, in the book of Psalms, uh, David says that the traps that they set for others, allow them to fall into those traps. If they choose not to repent and choose to go on in wickedness, Father. So I thank you so much because, Father, as your scriptures say, vengeance is yours, it's not mine. And you will repay. And I thank you. And I thank, Father, that we are coming up on a time now in this world. Wow. I mean, we are truly living in biblical times. You know, wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes, natural disasters, Father, It's all here. And for those of us who are believers, 
it's an outcry that, Father, we need to get our lives in order and our hearts in order and that we need to submit our lives to and for you. And, Father, I'm preaching to myself more than anybody else. But to all of us, Father, that we get our lives, our hearts, our minds, our souls, our bodies, and our very being in alignment with Jesus and with you and your holy and heavenly kingdom, Father. Uh, we can't do this without you. So I continue to pray for uh, the leadership of my sister Miriam here and just plead the blood of Jesus over her and over her mom and her family and that she continues to move forward in fulfilling the plans, the purposes, the will, and the destiny you have for life in terms of just really loving and caring for people and telling them about Jesus and uh, living for him and for you and your kingdom, Father, and that through her, souls will be saved for the kingdom of heaven. And I give you all the honor, the worship, the praise, and the glory for this. In Jesus' name, I praise your holy and heavenly name, and I thank you, most high. Uh, I just continue to pray to you for Anne, Father. I plead the blood of Jesus, the Messiah, over Anne, Father, over her family, over all of her children, Father, her family, her parents, her friends, everyone connected to her, Father. Bless them tremendously and abundantly. Place your overwhelming Savior on each and every one of them, Father. And I thank you for Sister Anne and her wonderful, beautiful heart, Father. Uh, I pray, Father, for her. I pray for I thank you that she made the decision to wait a couple of weeks before she decided to go on her trip so she can really assess the best way to really take this trip and that you just lead and guide her in terms of what she should be doing in terms of Green Bank, West Virginia, Father. I pray that you make it abundantly clear to her, Father, where she's not guessing, but she knows exactly what needs to be done, Father. And I just pray that you lead and guide her every step of the way from the uh, from her leaving the airport in Chicago to arriving in either Washington, D.C. or West Virginia, Father. I pray to you that she will not have to drive five hours, Father, because that's a lot. So I pray that you just make it clear to her in terms of the airport, in terms of whether or not she can perhaps drive at maximum about an hour and a half and get to the location. I pray for her lodging, Father, and her food, and that you just protect her throughout the entire trip, and no harm comes to and or near her. And that she fulfills the assignment, Father, that you have for her and her family on this earth. And that before she leaves this world, Father, that she and her family are ready to be with Jesus and with you in heaven for eternity. And I praise your holy and heavenly name, and I thank you so much. And uh, I just need blessings over her. I pray, Father, that you alleviate and totally eliminate the pain and the suffering 
that she endures through these demonic, satanic attacks, Father. And that those who are doing this to us, Father, that they be brought to justice, Father. Uh, however you see justice, that they reap what they sow in terms of their sin, and that you bring them to justice. And I give you all the honor, the worship, the praise, and the glory. Father, you are wonderful and awesome, Father. I pray for the whole targeted individual community. I pray that if they don't know Jesus, if they haven't submitted their lives to and for Jesus and you and your kingdom, I pray that they do so quickly and that they are ready to be with Jesus and you in heaven for eternity, Father. And I continue to pray that before they leave this world, they're ready to be with you in heaven for eternity and that they don't turn their back or blind eye on your son, on Jesus, and you and your kingdom. The fact is we can't live without him. Those who are lost, Father, they need you more than anything. So I just pray for their souls and their lives. I thank you so much, Father. I praise your holy and heavenly name because of who you are. And I thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, all that you will continue to do in my heart, my mind, my soul, my body, my life. And just to transform and change me more and more into the essence, the nature, and the character of Jesus, the Messiah. I thank you so much for all that you have blessed me with in terms of my life. And as Miriam said earlier, that, Father, I pray that we don't ever leave the house without praying, giving you the honor, the worship, the praise, and the glory, because it's only because of you that we're able to wake up in the morning, Father, and be ready to face another day. So I thank you so much, Father. Uh, I curse at the root any enemies of Satan trying to sabotage this call, Father. And I thank you so much just for these sisters. I pray this all in Jesus' name. And I say, so be it, it is so. So be it, and it is so. Amen. Amen. Yeah, and you got too much noise in the background, but go ahead. I opened up your phone, and for you to pray. Thank you, Camille. That was awesome. And and maybe she. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. You want to pray a little? Yeah. Can you yes. turn that to the TV or whatever that is? Then? Yeah. Turn down whatever it is you got going on because it's good. Okay. Okay. But still got it going because it's coming in on the phone. But go ahead and pray, Ann. Go ahead, Ben. Okay. How's that? Hello? Much Much better. Much better. Thank you. Much better. Okay. Thank you. Go ahead. You're going to pray? Yes. Are you asking me to pray? Yes, darling. Okay, yes. 
Uh, Father God in heaven, in Jesus Christ's name I pray. Father, thank you so much for allowing us to get together this hour, this day, with my prayer warrior sisters, Father. Bless us all, all targeted victims across the face of this globe, Father. Particularly bless my sister Camille, my sister uh, Miriam. Bless their families, Father, let them know that they are loved and cared and blessed by you always. Father, please continue to show us the way, to show us the way out of our situations, Father, that we find some freedom, find some peace, and the rest of our lives, Father. Father God in heaven, please give those who are suffering most this hour, particularly in the hurricane victims, Father, in, in um, Texas. Father, please give them the strength and knowing that you love them and you always will bless them and show them the way out of their particular situation, Father. In Jesus Christ's name I pray forever and ever. Amen. Thank you. That was awesome. Thank you. Camille, that was awesome. All the people across this nation praying for this nation. We stand on God's word that in God's time, things are going to Information and knowledge on spiritual warfare that will help us. Thank you.